The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine like, his head I being inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that put their fingers over the license? Keichi <laughs> Tsuchiya. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little, like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Are we recording? Yep. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, Mart, and happy birthday, Warren. Hey, thanks, man. Oh, what? Is it your birthday today? Yep. Yeah, and right off the top, a couple presents from oh man. Oh, my God. So we're going to start with this one. Okay. Oh! <laughs> what, what? Tapatio. These are Tapatio socks, and it's a little graphic of a Tapatio, and it says, I'd tap that. Oh, which I've never heard yeah. that in reference to Tapatio, so thank you. Pretty good, right? I like that. Um, and then I, I, when I saw these, and I'm like, dude... Your ramen guy. Hey, ramen socks. Ramen socks. Thank you very wow. much. That's so funny. My, my wife got me socks, and it was uh, the boardwalk has a deal with, yep, one of those socks. Stance? Companies. Stance. Oh, those are stance. Uh, no, these aren't. So are they aren't? No, they're socks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did I look at some stances. Like, uh, anyways, it was the corn dogs, the boardwalk corn dog socks. What the which heck? I love the boardwalk wow. corn dogs. They're that different than like standard fair corn dogs? I can't remember. I don't eat standard fair corn dogs that often, but um, when I do. So uh, it's a yeah. Whiting's food thing. It's that the one spot to get it is by the bumper cars. Yeah, it's yeah. Whiting's foods. And they make them extra delicious. Extra crispy? So more batter. Yeah, more batter. And they're pretty big, right? And more better. More better. Mo better. Mo better, mo better. Yeah. That should be their slogan. I had a corn dog. I had a a hot link corn dog in Disneyland last week. Hot link corn dog. Okay. Spicy spicy boy. It was really good. Nice. Uh, Speaking of my birthday, we went to a dinner in Philadelphia, which we'll get into uh, last Saturday. And... I've never had, I've never seen this happen before at a restaurant, but apparently this is a thing that either our waiter does or the restaurant does. He went to all his other tables and told them that it was my birthday and that when everyone got up to either go to the bathroom or leave the restaurant, they walked by me and said, happy birthday, Warren, like 20 random people throughout our uh, dinner. Oh yeah. That's crazy. That's, I don't, I don't like that one bit. (laughs) I went with it, but, uh, it was very odd. Um, he was saying he was really hmm. struggling to bribe his tables to, uh, sing me happy birthday. Wow. Did anyone like, um, buy a drink for you? Like send one over to the table? That feels like yeah, it would I did get a little brownie ice cream thing from the restaurant, which is nice. Uh, but no, no, uh, so no shenanigans up until now, Warren thinks that it was our coworker who did it, but it was me. Uh, and so, look, I got a message from Open Table. The guy actually messaged me back. Uh, Thanks for dining with us. Hope your bu- your buddy was embarrassed enough. <laughs> so all I requested was that it was. I said it was a birth. It was uh, one of our coworkers' birthdays, and I want to make sure that he's embarrassed. Uh, so like, do something interesting. 
Uh, and that's what he suggested. So I don't know if you remember, he came up to me and he whispered something in my ear, like right at the start of our dinner. You must have, I mean, we're all kind of. A no, I noticed deep. a few little weird things, yeah, but. But, all, uh, but, the, but yeah, so Bree and I were conspiring. We're like, what the hell are okay. we going to do? And we didn't want to do a cake or anything but weird. But did you know it was my birthday or did Bree tell you? No, Bree told me. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, I knew it was next week. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. remember when. Because uh, I had gotten you this for your birthday anyways. But It's um, really weird for me because my birthday, that was Saturday. My birthday was on Tuesday, right. like today. And I'm you know, I'm not turning a fun age. It's not like it's a dude, birthday though. Party. But it's, it's an opportunity to depressing age. Yeah. So it's definitely not like exciting. <laughs> I'll tell you that my original plan for your birthday present, um, months ago, um, it didn't come to fruition because it doesn't exist. I went and Ooh. searched for it. Um, because Warren has a very generic, like black suitcase. Uh, oh. and so it's like indistinguishable really. Like almost. Have, it almost, yeah, I almost had problems with it this weekend. Yeah. Wait, it, you retired Old leather bags. Yeah, because this is a pilot bag. Old leather bags like is that. only for weekend trips now, like overnighters, not for... Which I would, I would call yours a month bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way that I pack. But um, so... <laughs> brought a backpack, the cross-country trip Always. for three nights. Yeah, no. With room, like, uh, he has laptop and other <laughs> stuff in there, like... I don't understand it. I really don't. Dude, I, I vacuum. Ron Popeil showed me. Uh, <laughs> Dehydrated clothes. But, um... I was looking for this, doesn't exist, is I wanted to get you like, um, you know, like the handle wrap, like, so, yeah. you know, you can get that to distinguish your bag, but I wanted to get you an M-Rain one or like a, or a houndstooth one. Uh, and there's someone on Etsy that has houndstooth ones, but they put your name on it and it's like a foam. It's like a neoprene. Oh, it's super see, janky. Like I wanted a nice, like fabric one. a good one, call. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't... And that way you could see, I mean, like, it's super easy and it's, and it it looks nice. You know, it's not ridiculous. You should have just spray painted it. That's yeah. a good call, like silver, like the mm. teeth and um. Yeah, exactly. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> road, Fury road, Warrior. Fury road. Yeah. Uh, what do you? What's your guys' takes on takes? What's your take on this? The folks that have their bag luggage with their tag visible to everyone, name, address, phone number, email address. Like if I'm walking by, I could just be like, "Hey Barry, how you doing, buddy?" Because I see his. He's got like his. Oh, is it that well, big? A lot of people have a big. Well, especially tag. on the back, there's a slot, like a little sleeve well, that, where this, you can put it. That for sure, but a lot of people have like a big tag hanging on a luggage tag. You know, like a leather luggage yeah. tag with a clear window? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or like a just a tag off the handle that says like, they're so worried about them losing their luggage that they have this huge identifier. But that's the only way place in public that you would do that is at the airport or like on your, your luggage. It's very unusual. You're not a luggage yeah, boy, I'd are be, you? I'd be scared I, got, I would get kidnapped. I can't even picture what luggage you used to use. Hmm. Backpacks. Double backpack. Oh, double no. backpack. Mm-hmm. I think it was double backpack. Oh, it was double backpack. Double backpack. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. rainbow. Because camera bag with other, like, other stuff, Packed. shirts and stuff in it. And then, um, yeah, just another backpack. That's right. Yeah, so Art has a, a clothes. Fanny pack is what I hydrate. That's all I bring. I told him that I'd like to get him to a point where he wears all of his clothes that he's going to have. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. It's all layers? Yeah. 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 And there's nothing. He doesn't Maybe in the pack. winter when it was like, when it's yeah. cold. Yeah. When, when I, now, when I go on uh, rallies, I bring a big, like, uh, peak design duffel. Okay. Good job, dude. So, yeah. Yeah. I bought a luggage works. This is luggage talk, but uh, luggage works is the pilot's uh, preferred type of luggage. Oh, you got that sweet, sweet pilot, dude! It is luggage. luxurious. No, it's mm. it's like 
It's like the Volvo 240 of luggage. Okay. It's just solid. Basic. Square. Gets the job done. Basic. Lasts a long time. But also mm-hmm. just looks like any other black bag. That's why I saw I've been asked yeah. three times if I'm a pilot by uh, flight attendants. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, they recognize it? Yeah. That's cool. It must be good, Dude, though. That's pretty scary. You can get away. You can throw on, like, a shirt with the with the bars on the shoulders. Well, I want to say yes, because I'm feeling like, are they going to give me a little, like... You yeah, know, you're uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> right? let's call, you're like, like, yes, I am the pilot. I, I, I'm not a pilot, but I did stay at Holiday Inn Express, <laughs> so we might get something to happen. And uh, I think that, basically, the reason that they like them so much is they last a long time, but also, my neighbor is a pilot. That's how I found out about it. And he said the wheels, there's this... They don't like the swivel wheels. They're junk. They always break, and they're they're for a riff. They're for you know. This is amateurs. a four wheel job. Yeah, those four wheel swivel job amateurs. Is yours a four wheel job no, or two. two wheel? Okay. And the wheels are rollerblades. Rollerblade wheels. Oh, um, that you can change out for any ro- rollerblade. So you wheel. got sick bearings in there. You, play, you get some Swiss bearings. And I think I'm gonna do little lights in it. Sick, oh, dude. dude. Yeah. Why not? Oh, differentiator right yeah. there. Maybe Fast and Furious. Well, about the spinnies, yeah. though. Like, like have it where I like to roll sideways. I've never seen you roll a bag in your life. I have it. It's there, but never. It's low key, you know. Low key. Remoa. <laughs> wow. Well, those will break. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but it's. I mean, that's what you're talking about. Is a durable thing that also is has easily replaceable parts, which yep. is nice. And they obviously it goes it's through well a lot designed. of a lot of mileage. Heavy duty. Those. Heavy duty. And I yeah. tried to get a bag. Art was privy to this, like, I don't know, last year. And uh, everything was sold out. Remember, we, there was, like, mm-hmm. travel was going crazy. Everyone was back at... Get that Toomey. I was looking for a Toomey. These are cool. Mm. I went to, like, three stores. Hmm. Okay. Toomey not to be. <laughs> yep. So what the yeah. hell else is going on here, guys? Huh? We're at Beeline here. All um, of it. We yeah. got a Morning Motors coming up. Yep. Sunday? This Sunday. Father's, Father's Day. Day. Yeah. Got a Formula One race coming up. Yeah. Le Mans just, Le Mans just happened. Le Mans. Le Mans. We have a... Ferrari won. Congratulations. Let's just say congratulations. Saw a cool the post ball. on... Maybe it was Ferrari's post, but it was the car after it had finished all dirty and yeah, all the details. Yeah. I saw that one picture. I think it was the team, whatever the team is. Yeah, yeah but that was a rad Pretty rad. Dude, so um, I just saw a post about this. I didn't watch the race, but... Apparently Toyota lost because a squirrel or some shit got I mean, stuck in one in of the radiator. I mean, like that, one of the could, but you could say that about yeah. So many Ferrari had things happen too. I, yeah, Ferrari had stuff happen. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. It's like a twenty-four hour race. Like things yeah. happen to cars, but that is one thing I guess that happened. To, yeah, and so yeah, I them. guess like they lost you know x amount of time like because yeah. it damaged a cooling duct or something. And they, like, the craziest thing about that race was like it was I think it was the last. It was whatever, uh, the last lap or no, the last five, two minutes. or It was basically, it was going to be the last lap. Ferrari made a pit stop and they're there and the car, the guy, the driver, whoever it was, stalled it. But why would they do a pit stop? What were they, what were they doing? Fuel? I don't know, dude. Was it fuel? Yeah, maybe it was fuel. It must have been fuel. Had to so be. he stalls it. They have to do a full system restart <laughs> and it's just sitting there. You know, it's like, a, it's like, and it has to like dial up the modem and it has to, yeah, it has to do this whole, it has to go, it has to do this whole thing. And they're like, Oh shit. Did they like, blow in the cartridge before they put it in? Or? <laughs> I think that was the thing. They forgot to blow or they had too much spit. Yeah. Uh, and you know, of course the announcer's like, Oh no, Toyota's still in it. Cause they were, Toyota was only like, I cannot, um, they were a minute 30 back. Yeah. 
Um, it, that's so crazy too. After 24 hours, a minute and 30 seconds. That's amazing. Like the Porsches who like lost badly behind the two Cadillacs were like an hour, like six minutes back or <laughs> oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like, like but still, six minutes is yeah, a long yeah. time. Um, it was like yeah. two laps, yeah. which is uh, so yeah. So it was like still on, and they're like, oh no. And of course, you know, it it was in reality, it was like probably a 20 second delay. But, but it was nerve-wracking the moment. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine being an announcer for that event 24 hours. I, it's not well, the same dude. Yeah. Of course, yeah. they switch them. But still, trying to build drama and keep people interested. Yeah, not you're just building a, drama and everything, right? Right. Everything that happens. Everything you can. Dude, yeah. so Batim from BBI posted a video um, at 5 in the morning. He's like, this is Lamad, 5 a.m., and everybody was hammered. It's like, oh, like there? yeah, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> like this like beer tent, and everyone's just fucking like just thrashed, just like standing. I, I guess fun. they had stayed up all night, you know. Like, just I'm <laughs> down. I would love to. Yeah, it looks it. like a blast. Yeah. Once you just get in, want to do some questions? Then I think it was to... the first time it was sold out in ever. Maybe it was sold out. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. How's that, that even possible? Is, I was just gonna say the same thing. It's such a big track. There's so many mm -hmm. viewing points. You'd think that they could have 300,000 people. Yeah, they probably did. Wow. Motorsport is good. dead. That's good, That's man. Good. Yeah. Um, we'll get to Radwood Philly. We'll get to, uh, you had a little range hang. Does anyone want more beer? No, I'm okay. Yes, please. Um, and uh, you also went down south? Yeah. L.A.? I went to, I went to Long, I stayed in Long Beach. Long Beach. Okay. I get around, dude. I travel. travel. Yeah. Yeah. Disney? Disney. Universal? Nope. Knott's Berry? Nope. Disney aquarium? And no, no aquarium. I did Disney and yard Calif California Adventures. And I did go to a yard house. I know where that one. <laughs> In Long Beach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that ghetto, uh, like. On that pier? Pier. Yeah, we went and played in the arcade at the end. Hell yeah. Yeah. Won I, some cool stuff. I just They had that. a Revlon hairdryer for, uh, that was a big ticket item. What the hell is yard house? It's like you know the chain, chain restaurant. Chain. They sell those like tall beers. Beer. Really, you've never been to one? Beer, I don't think so. Beer. Is it like oh. a David I thought you travel, or? dude. Nah, no, it's just like a Chili's or something. Yeah. But. No, I don't travel to those places. <laughs> no, but it's like uh, no, he's too, you go to he's like too cool. He's too cool, dude. <laughs> Come on, it's one of those places. He dehydrates I've, his clothes. They have one on Santana Row. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's one of those, you know. I don't know. I've, I've been to one in Vegas. That was the first time I went. I see. So yeah, it's every touristy spot's gonna have one. Yes. Yeah. And you kind of know you're getting uh, loaded tater tots. You know, a thousand things on the menu. Yeah, exactly. The menu comes out and there's like a shoulder strap for it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's a TED talk before you get in just mm -hmm. to like understand how yeah. to order. Yeah. And we, we talked about this, um, not on the podcast, but with a friend of ours who's a restaurateur or has a family in that business. And I asked about... Um, Cheesecake Factory, and he said that all of the stuff is like is use basically every ingredient is like has multi use, so most multiple uses rather. So like, because I mean, if you have like of 150 course. things, about, right? But like yeah. that's all super strategic, right? Like, but it doesn't seem like that way, right? Well, because I mean, so much. But they have, a, but rather than having a Mexican restaurant, will have ten things. Yard House still has 150 things. Yeah, because they have crazy. all every kind of because they have Chinese food, they have. You know, yeah. Italian, I mean, they have... It's got to be redundant, but it just seems crazy, though. Like, I, yeah. I still don't get the how that all works. Like, yeah. you have to be... Like, you have to have a system. No, they're still, like, holding way more shit than anywhere yeah. else. They have must have, like, some special freezer that holds shit, like, at a certain temperature that's not quite frozen. Or they just serve you fucking shit that's past due, you know, expired and... 
Gross. Past due, like a library? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> past due amount. Let's get to questions here, huh? All right. First question. Misha Varshavsky, our buddy Misha, who uh, may have an E30 convertible for sale soon. I don't know. I could be talking out of uh, out of school here, but he should just sell it. And he knows it. He knows it. Mm. All right. Anyways, Misha says, who's got the ugliest logo? Nismo, TRD, or HPD? I think TRD. What is HPD? That's it's the Honda's. Honda one. Remember we had that Ridgeline? Oh. It was an HPD edition. I like Nismo's. You'd like the Nismo logo. Yeah. 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 I do too. It's kind of like funky, but cool 80s looking. The TRD one, the font is oh, so... The f- ta- font's bad, huh? Does it's it have like good. a fear this kind of TRD? No, it's got the... No, I like the TRD it's logo. It's like a my truck. It looks cool. It's a, it's like almost like a racetrack or something. Yeah, like it does a, have that look. It's for sure HPD. HPD is really... Let me, I, I got to look at it again. It's just... Look at the font on the HPD, dude. It's just like... It's nowhere near as cool as the other ones. Yeah, and that um, racing flag as part of it. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And it's newer, so it doesn't feel as right... <laughs> Like that just, looks like it would be like, it would say Corvette. Oh. Yeah, not, not a fan. Yeah. HPD. Yeah, HPD. And also HPD, I always think of high performance driving. It, yeah, that's what I thought. But it's yeah. Honda performance driving. Development. Development. <laughs> so yeah, that's the winner. Uh, Ofooks911 says, what's your favorite angle or scene to photograph your car? Angle. Angle or scene. Every car is different. By the way, angle. wait, this Nismo sucks too. That's the new Nismo. I like the old yeah, Nismo. The old logo. one's fucking awesome. Yeah, the okay, old one. This one that sucks one's, too. That's not as bad as HPD. It's not as bad as HPD. At least it sort of works. I'm yeah. fine with that. Is that yeah, HPD yeah. is still bad. But yeah, the original Nismo logo is really cool. That's yeah. the one that I have. I got a few little things in my car that are Nismo, the original. Um, It looks very Asian. Yeah, these letters <laughs> suck though. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't bother me. HPD is worse. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's more generic. Yeah. For the picture thing, I mean, certain cars look good from certain angles, right? What's so, the question? What's your favorite angle or scene to photograph your car? Oh. Your car. Oh, your. Your car. Well, which one? <laughs> um, mine would be uh, camping in my truck or Vanagon. Mm-hmm. It's a good scene. Mm. Uh, angles. I like the side profile of my truck. I don't really like the front much. So side profile. Van. Okay. Van, I'm kind of indifferent. Front three quarter, no. Van, van's a good front three quarter. Very squared off. What about you? <clears throat> 911 style. 911 has to have, I want like, I like a golden background. Mm. So it has to be like golden hour in like a dry Kind of oh, like, like wheat, kinda like, like wheat, kinda, yeah, yeah. Like or something grass. like that. Um, what about like alfalfa? It could be anything like that. Okay, what about sure. sorghum? Oh, good, uh, good, good one. Yeah, that Millet. works, dude. It needs <laughs> yeah, some. Br- <laughs> it needs some like. It needs some brown and some golden tones. Is that because it's black? Yes. You want it to be. It needs to. Highlighted. You need to add some color to the the photo. Basis. Although you're actually no. Well, you're. Boxster is good for that. It's the same. But then it also, but if it's only that as a background, I think lighting is good because it brings out the color in the paint. Yeah. But then it almost, it can of blend in with the background if it's just, if it's like the golden. No, it's a, it's kinda. darker. Is it it's darker? dark enough. What about So a, like that wall on the west side where we took pictures oh, of right. your skyline. Yeah. That's a great area for a black car or a silver car. Mm. 
like your Nissan. Right, yeah, it looked good it there. It good. Yeah. Because, yeah, those those color, they just need some, like, I don't know. Some, what about a white car? Is the opposite true? Like, you want a black background? No, I think a... I think a white car is super flexible, right? Yeah, it's think. more flexible. Yeah, yeah but if I, if, if I was going to go E30, my favorite part of an E30 design is the front end, like like head on. I really like the, the look. It's got like this very stern kind of look, mm-hmm. um, like just geometrically how everything pl- like comes into play. It doesn't have like flares or anything, you know, like that you want to highlight unless it's an E30 M3. For the Skyline, definitely front three quarter because you get to see the different, all the blistering like on the fenders and you get to see the character lines. Yep. The rear the rear three quarter is really good too, but front three quarter for sure. In terms of setting, I really like shooting like on a cool road, like a, like having, so you can see the twisties, right? Like, so you're partially and like you stage the car where the road disappears either in front of it or behind it. And then you can maybe see some road in the background, like as a part of it. I'm actually, as, as I'm describing this, I'm looking at the picture that Larry Chen took of that, the uh, Countach that we have on the wall. But I just realized that I was describing that exact thing. Um, <laughs> but, that's right. it, but on our roads. I think that answers it. Yep. That's, that's good. Oh, for the 911, it would be like front three quarter, basically. Rear three quarter is pretty good too. Jcor says, currently in the market for a fun car to complement my JDM Subaru WRX STI Spec C and his AE86. Some two two fun cars right there. Options: EK9, 190E Cosworth, uh, Pajero Evo, first gen Focus RS. Thoughts? Anything else that's worth considering? So, uh, GTI. So he has a, f- he has an all wheel drive and a rear wheel drive car. I would go with an EK nine. What about a focus? Uh, EK nine is way cooler to me. I'll go the Mercedes. One ninety Cosworth. Yeah. Cause he has two, two Japanese cars. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I would go a little older mm-hmm. or sorry. He has the, it's the same as the, I guess the it's the six, but, you're right. but it's like, it's bringing luxury or not luxury, but you know, just a little more of that, like, German refinement kind mm-hmm. of thing into it. So I would definitely go with that. I think that's the biggest mix up. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I mean, otherwise you're just, you have a, a Toyota, a Honda, and a Subaru. You need a little uh, little European. Some Deutschland in there? Yeah. Yeah, and a little in more uh, a little more of like, you know, a little nicer place to be kind of. Pajero Evo is interesting, but I don't think I would want that as a, a fun car. I don't know. Uh, I feel like you have to, you, you, it's like a high speed off road car, right? Which is kind of unique. Like I was thinking about this recently because, you know, we had, uh, when we were talking about it with Ali on the show and, you know, it sounded like, okay, maybe it's like this truck like thing, but, um, a dude we know in Detroit is going to bring us to Radwood, Detroit, and he's down to let me drive it, but we're going to drive it in Detroit. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for us. Right. Like we need to like take it on, on, I, I imagine like. I guess there's rough roads, you know, you can blast yeah, maybe, around. Yeah, maybe there's something up nearby. Um, I stick, I don't know, I, I know he's a big JDM guy. I mean, 190 Cosworth is a great option, but EK9 is super rad, especially if he gets a real one, because that's the Type R um, with the right seats and that B16B, which revs to the moon. Yeah. Looks awesome, too. I agree with Lane. It feels like when would you, <clears throat> feels like the Subaru and that are so interchangeable. And which one? The EK9. No, but the front-wheel drive and naturally aspirated high revving versus all-wheel mm. drive turbocharged. Just feels around the same. All right, Ben Rogat says, 
what are your thoughts on dealerships requiring quote unquote serious intent to purchase to test drive a used car? What does that mean? Says that Lexus dealership was giving him the runaround on a Viper. What a Mustang guy. He's got to go Dude, look at a Viper. Seriously. I'm Googling what serious intent to purchase. Like what do they have to run a credit check? Or like, what does that mean? I was curious too. I mean, do they like look at your bank statement to see that you have yeah, good, what is it good credit? Yeah. Or <laughs> I mean, bank statement's easy, but if it like credit's it obviously check? a thing that dings you. So that's not great. Well, not in these apps now. They, they don't. And what does a bank statement say? Like that doesn't claim intent. I don't know. Do you have to have cash in hand to a certain amount? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Or do you fill out some paperwork that makes it seem more serious than just some guy walking in and handing his driver's license over? So I heard something about that recently. Some dealers are like new car dealers are like not allowing test drives unless you are actually like signing papers or something. I don't know. There's some new. I mean, dude, uh, this is a whole other tangent. I can get onto another podcast or whatever, but because I mean, in real estate, there's an earnest. No, stop talking. You know, like you go for it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you done? Are you <laughs> no, done? I was right in the middle of talking. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Toyota Toyota of Sunnyvale. I ordered that Venza. They just never got back to me. Oh, I called them like five times, and they're always like, "Oh yes, of course. We'll, we have another allotment coming in soon. We'll call you." Never got, got back to me. It's been like a year. Yeah, I remember. Unbelievable. Oh. I'm so pissed. I don't even want to talk about it. It's so stupid. So you are you out of the thing? Like I don't, don't know. I'm just done with I'm not gonna yeah. get it. I'm over it. I'm totally over it. Isn't that insane? We Beard. live in this is the world we live in. You didn't put a down payment? Or? No, there's no down payment. It's just a list, uh, a waiting list. Yeah, and yeah. you get the car at list price yeah. at Sunnyvale because you it takes waited. so long. Yeah. So they sold they told me three to six months, and now it's been a year. <laughs> With no follow through. The one guy that I I was dealing with is like a younger guy and he would do the like, oh man, yeah, for sure. Okay. Someone just walked in. Let me call you right back. No call back. It's insane. It's like, I don't even have to say. This is if you want to pay for, uh, uh, I don't want to pay. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to pay a 6,000 or $9,000. Otherwise you could technically walk into a store and get one. But if you, if you want to pay six or $9,000 more. And so. Because, dude, you barely wrote your name down on a piece of paper. We went through the whole thing. Which colors do you want? What options? What trim? Okay. And I'm like, I want any. Just let me know when they come in. Any Venza, any RAV4 hybrid. No call. Not a, not a call. Yeah. No follow-up. No priority. Yeah, because <laughs> people are willing to pay right now. It's a bizarro now. world, though. It, it used is. to be the opposite. You'd The salesman would call you every day and be like, yeah. please, come and buy a car. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't even have to say. Sunnyvale, Toyota, Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and it, so I remember you mentioned this a while back because I, I, I see the signs like on down 101 that say like no markup like here on the spot or whatever, but you have to be local to the dealership or something you were saying. Uh, yeah, was, there was those where you had to be local. Yeah, they wouldn't ship the car to like Montana or something. Oh, because you, there's some like. In, well, it was even I mean, like area code, right? The one. So. Yeah. yeah, and there's those all those dealerships have a super long waiting list. Still Apparently, not. you just never get a car. Yeah. Oh, by the way, remember my whole thing with the Telluride? They did go up and they did go up in price. Oh, right. Because remember, I was like, I'm think I'm paying over, but I think I'm not really paying that. And that's much what's going to happen with everything. And they went up by like four grand 
originally like, like model to model yeah. in, in the year. And, and they're still getting over. By the way. Originally I was thinking that that's why they were holding me off was that mm-hmm. the new models were coming, the 24s yep. and they were going to basically like delay, delay, delay. And then they'd be like, yep, cars are in, but they're five grand more or six, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it still hasn't happened. So I'm, I'm very close. Last time I called and that's probably the last time I will ever call. I asked to talk to the manager and it was some dipshit. And he's like, Oh yes, I'm so sorry. We have another allotment coming in in a week. And I'm like, so you'll call me. Yes, absolutely. Your name's right. Okay. Yes. No call. That was like a month, maybe like two months ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, Un- in, no incentive at all. Believable. So what, what are they doing though? Are, why would they single me out? So is this just because like, they're selling to people for over and probably that aren't on a list? They don't yeah. want to sell to people on the list. They want to send. They didn't even people. offer that to me though. No, but they don't. Steven Screek said deal with you. They're dealing. No, but literally, so many people are knocking down the door. Walking, but they're in. just they're selling to the people in front of their faces that are paying six thousand over. But they could have offered that to me. I know, but they don't want to deal with that. But Stevens Creek did. That's what I'm saying is I went to Stevens Creek yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we can get you a car in two weeks. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be six grand more. I don't know. They Maybe were, they're basically like, we never idiot. charge Marco. Maybe he doesn't even work there anymore. Insanity. Maybe you don't exist. I <laughs> mean, what's the average life of like a sales? Maybe it was a, a dream. A young salesman. Dude, these days, these guys are <clears throat> crushing. I don't know. Can't sell it fast enough. Still, yeah. I'm surprised to still hear that's still a case. Yeah. But to Ben's question, I'm not surprised that they want something for to let you drive a Viper, a Viper, a used for sure. Viper, a, a used manual Viper. transmission, V10, rear wheel drive, yeah. powerful car with like no nannies or yeah, whatever. That, that makes sense, and I don't, doesn't really bother me because if I don't know, I guess it depends on the situation, but you should have an intent to like. Well, yeah, if you that. like, if the car is like nice enough. I guess, I guess you should have an ability to buy it. Even if you're not going to, you should yeah, be but how in a position. Yeah, I wonder how they check that, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is there some sort of deposit? Like, and it ret- it's get re- it gets returned over, you know, 48 hours or a week or some shit, right? Like, so it's, your money is held up, but... I mean, yeah, but that's messed up. Like, that's the only thing I can imagine, right? Otherwise, like, yeah, I mean, I'll sign all the paperwork in the world. Who cares, right? It's time consuming, but if you're really interested in the car, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Porsche Silver Spring says a client procured the 924 Carrera GTS Club Sport from the Porsche auction over the weekend. Will report back, he says. What's everyone's favorite low production homologation special from the 80s? Seems like price is no object here. So, favorite low production homologation special from the 80s? A 288 GTO? I mean, it's pretty that's fucking hard to beat. Pretty hard to beat. <laughs> Two eighty-eight GTO. That uh, would be my answer. So there's that. There's nine five nine. There's RS two hundred. There's one ninety Cosworth. Were there any other like obscure Porsches that were not? I mean, nine twenty-four G. That's why you mentioned. Oh, it. that's sick. yeah. Nine twenty-four GTS Cosworth. Oh, God, that's the one that he just talked. That's what he's talking about. Right. But was there any others that I'm I'm not thinking nine five nine? But uh, I don't. And are we calling it nine five nine homologation special? Is it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it was. Because it feels like they made way more than they needed to. Well, a lot of these cars, they end up, yeah, it depends on. Because he's saying low production. I, I don't know. I don't know what the numbers of 959s are. I forget. But yeah, 288 GTO is quite low. 959, I don't know what the numbers are either. Probably close to F40. Yeah, 1200 or something. Something like that. 
Sounds right. They made they made them for a while, and they had different versions. What about yeah. Sport Quattro? That's a good Ooh, one. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely more usable than the other cars we're talking about. I mean, you could like daily that. Such mm-hmm. a weird dude. That's uh, Will's partner uh, uh, with that collection. Yeah. He daily that green one that's for, right. while his kids were in elementary school. That's that pretty just sick. His, just his right. car. I mean, yeah, I mean, the interior is totally normal, but it does have a tremendous amount of turbo lag. So yeah, well, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Very. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I, <laughs> just go. Was that forty homologation special? That was nineteen. I don't think so. I mean, that was it was 80, late eighties. I guess it was ninety. Was the first? No, eighty six. But it wasn't homologation. They didn't sell them as eighty sixes though, did they? I think they did. Did eighty seven? Maybe Europe only, but. They definitely started making them in 86. And they sold them until 92 or 91? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Sounds remember. right. Oh, I didn't realize. But I don't know if they were homologated for a specific series or anything, right? Like it was just Enzo like wanted to make the ultimate hmm. car. To- and then Porsche was, and then it couldn't compete in that series because it's always series, what happens, right? It always happens, right? The series yeah. closes, and then they ended up doing a Dakar and bringing it out as like a production yeah. car. How about M1 Pro Car? How's that up on your list? Not, not 280 GTO level, though. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I M1 love them. Pro cars are rad. I love them a lot. So much better than the normal M1. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, I think if I was going to drive and own one, like if I had to maintain it and stuff, I would go with the Pro car. A lot more straightforward. But um, And it sounds so damn good. That's straight six. The the Camisa video, if you haven't seen it, go watch the M1 uh What's this series called? Uh, Revelations. Revelations. Yeah. Well, it's it's not an S thirty eight, right? It's like it's like an M one ten or something. Yeah. M eighty eight or something they call it. It's got a different yeah. designation and uh, yeah. But isn't it the same? It's the same as like the same. M E twenty eight M five or a six thirty five CS. It's yeah. got special headers and some other stuff and uh, yeah. For whatever well, yeah, reason, headers. It I sounds mean, fantastic. Same engine, right? Yeah, but the sound is what I'm trying to say yeah. it sounds I'm great. still processing yeah, I'm going through like any any other manufacturers um, oh probably the Citroen uh, oh the BTC yeah, BTC, 4X yeah exactly <laughs> that thing is yeah it might be a favorite <laughs> maybe what about a Merker XR4Ti oh yeah and the German equivalents that they how about that these? how about the MG oh the Metro uh, Metro oh right yeah 4C these are all like world rally champions oh dude though. well 037's in there right but yeah but still not. I, I would choose a 280 GTO over all of those I think uh, yeah that would that probably would be my choice too alright Dia Dobro says track daily crush E46 M3 select top 6 speed Z4M coupe or Z3M coupe S54 uh, E46, Z4, Z3, track daily crush. Mm. Well, slick top, uh, E46 manual seems like the track choice. Yep. Wait, slick top E46 manual? Yeah. Seems like the, uh, hmm. it's the lightest it's good, E46 so the, we got. Also the best daily. I think the Z4 M coupe is probably the best daily. Yeah, but I like the Z3 No, but you don't, you want to crush that thing. Anyways, that's the crush. The most. I think I'm gonna crush car. the Z. I'm gonna crush You're, the clown shoe. I'm gonna crush the crush the Z4M and daily the Z3M. Ah, uh, because I know I know I had because having a Z3M coupe like those at high speeds are very unstable. Um, of course you can add aero and shit like that if it's a track car, but 
it's not necessarily like it's awesome for mountain like canyon carving shit like it's very nimble and it's like fun for that and but bailing. but like for an actual track toy like e46s are so proven like to be a thing like they're very capable and you know for different types of tracks too i can see that i really um, like the z4m coupe and i feel like they are unappreciated uh, i mean they're cool too i, I think the they're cool. rightfully appreciated they're pretty expensive dude are they? Well, they're rare. Yeah. They're pretty rare, I think is why, but I don't really know what they're selling for. I haven't seen many like They're expensive. Yeah. They're cool though. Yeah, I Their think well, like cuz I think of daily also would include like driving down here or something, right? And like things like that and I feel yeah. like the Z3 would be a little more fun for me. That's It'd be my fun, thing. but it's I think it's definitely more fun than the Z4. Cuz everything you hear about the Z4 is like lacks any kind of steering feel and da, da, you know really? it's like just not that great of a I, all I, I i still haven't driven one so i've driven the uh, the other options but not that and um all i remember is that the boxer beat it at everything <laughs> that's yeah, like yeah, remembering all the yeah, tests yeah, yeah. um remember but, that one dude we knew the the 944 turbo with the german flag on the yeah, front yeah, yeah he had one of those blue too one, yeah. and he was like just like yeah it's not that fun yeah and he tried and he tracking it and he was kind of over yeah, r.i.p by the way he mm. really yeah, yeah oh shit i didn't yeah. know that um uh yeah he was a listener of the podcast too. yeah yeah I, I was wondering i thought he moved away but yeah I, he did and he died of like uh i think he had cancer or something dang. a couple like a year ago or something um but yeah i think i would pick so daily the m3 because it's the only car i'd want to look at uh and i think it's the the most like you know, the best for putting bags in and stuff like that, probably. I was, although the hatchbacks are pretty good for that. Pretty big hatchback. But, uh, or let's just say like hauling kids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would kill the Z4 and then I tracked the Z3 and hopefully crashed it into a wall or something. <laughs> By the way, we all three have different answers. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's this is a fun. great question. Though. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, let's see here. We got Queers for Gears asking a question. Are there any automotive design elements you once liked, but now repulse you? For me, when I first saw Audi's quilted stitching, I think it was on an R8. I thought it was beautiful. Recently, I rode in an SQ8 with quilted seats, and I thought it looked gross, cheap, and not luxurious. I could see that. Mm. That is well said. Especially, I can see that, especially if it's worn, like, all shiny and quilted. I, oh, yeah. I could see if right. it had, like, dirt in, the, in it. And, like, but if food. it's, like, nice and new and tight and, like, satin, like, or more matte, mm -hmm. like, that looks nice and luxurious. But once it's wear, worn, it looks kind of gross. I would say, uh, let's see, automotive design elements. Bigger wheels. Yes. Lower profile tires was always a thing. Like, in late 90s, like... E36 M3 with big BBS LMs or RCs, RCs or whatever. Dude, I put like late model nine, nine like 911 wheels on my 928. Now I see that and I'm just <laughs> repulsed by it. Exactly. Exactly. I remember I had a poster of an E36 M3 with silver. It was a BBS ad. It had huge RCs. Yeah. Probably can't even picture it. Low profile tires. It was a purple car. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few, I think, because uh, someone else had a Dakar. Anyways. And that was like, oh, that's the goal, yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah, I think you I, wanted like the biggest wheels with the lowest profile tires. Exactly. And then yeah. you do a little bit that's of driving and you realize that is not good. Well, and you, your eyes your, adjust. Your aesthetics too. too, but yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. Um, also, uh, carbon trim on early, like Radwood era cars was always mm. like rad in period, like magazines. You could, you know, you'd always see it and stuff like E36 M3 lightweights. 
have all this carbon. Yeah, and it looks like shit. Adhesive is like lifting up and this is Lane's prior world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the thing. It was like, oh, you want the carbon because it's of course, like dude, yeah. light and expensive and cool. And now it just looks horrible. Yeah. It's all yellowed. And You're like, can I just have like plastic or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> ABS on yeah, there. Can I have something that like actually wears okay? Yeah. Uh, I think, dude, your wheel one is like the best answer. Is That's it? a good one. Although, yeah, I mean, like I do kind of lust after like the DTC or the BTCC or DTM style, like oh, I mean, car with big wheels, like. But like, but for a like track, a, it's different. That's right? an outlier but, but, too. But realistically, yeah. I know we always talk about it. it's unusable for the shit that yeah. we do. Well, that's also an outlier because those cars are like so set up in that like that's a race car. I dude. have to like, imagine yeah. though for you, Art, because you came from like the JDM world. There's a ton of stuff that you were like, yes, I can't oh, wait yeah, to get that sure. huge fart can. No, I was back. never into them. Or yeah, like always, something yeah, like that, like slam too low or... I mean, uh, slam too low, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's Underglow or <laughs> I don't know what it would be. Yeah, underglow is kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, I, I <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I was trying to think of something like aesthetically, like I never liked Angel Eyes, so that can't be a thing, but that would be one, right? Like if you're into that as a kid. But, Same. Um, I think your big wheel, we are all on But board. I thought the OEM Angel Eyes were all right, right? No, those are fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just the after, it's just, it's, yeah, un, it's an unnecessary on thing, right? Like if people will put them on their E36s feel, and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I always had like such conservative taste where I was like, oh, Altezas, I was turned off by. Yeah, same. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yep. I agree. Um, DTM tips. I like, I still kind of like DTM tips. I don't, I, I wouldn't oh, put them on my car. Turn up. I have I have owned DTM tips on my cars. Oof, but, yeah, I but, don't. I wouldn't definitely I, wouldn't put them on. Okay, anywhere. okay, that's pretty close. Yeah, because I've I have done that. I wouldn't do it now, but it doesn't gross me out. Like okay. he's saying, gross me out. You know, like how, it's just. How about spoilers of ge- various degrees? Add on spoilers. spoilers I'm trying fine. to think of something I did to a car that I like. I'm like, oh, that was disgusting. It's really only wheels. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. I mean, we've all, I don't know. I feel like I've I've kind of known my automotive style for a yeah, long time, yeah. like I've aspired to. Yeah. Um, but there were things that just were uh, parts of design at the time that... Oh, I got one. Yeah. Um, yellow film on headlights. Mm. Oh, just like French. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. so played out and it's yeah. and it's not a good look. And yeah. I and I at some point I thought that was pretty cool. And now I, I'm, I think it's gross and I would not do it on my car. What if you said car, let's say you're getting an Alpine A110 and it had French yellow headlights. That's would you different. Replace them. Okay. That, but it, it, I'm not like going to go like if it was a But did a you ever non- do it to a car? Yes. Um uh-huh. Yeah, so I did an E30 with uh, yellow high beams in college when I was a kid. I mean, I put yellow film on the 944 on the fogs, but oh, I yeah. thought that looked good, and I still do. Because, it still looks good, Because yeah. it was too white in the front. Yeah, it I needed, think needed, like, some color. Yeah, but, I feel like... Uh, um, but, yeah, main headlights, I would definitely never do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, certain... Like, um... Somebody that we know had a Minerva blue 930 with yellow, like French yellow headlights. And that looked mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, but it wouldn't be something I go out of my way to do. But that also wasn't gross, right? Like, I mean, I, I feel like that worked. But like adding, like when I did, I, I I did do that. That's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't necessarily put French headlights on an E30 where I did that. I got, I thought that was a cool. Oh, thing. did you ever put clear markers on a E36? No. Never oh, did okay. you ever do uh 
Chrome delete on an E36. Yeah, uh, Chrome delete on an E30. Ooh. My E30 oh, M3. That's not good. Dude, oh, your grill. My E30 M3, I put a black grill. grill. That was horrible. Which was horrible. And I, I actually. But you, it only lasted like. Yeah, I replaced it. I think it. I saw it with the black grill. And then the next that time I like saw it, right. I had a silver one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's it, it, it had a shitty one, like a shitty silver pitted one. I put it, I bought one from like ECS or whatever, thinking yeah. it would be cool. Then I'm like, oh no, like after initially, that was I thought before it was we cool. knew you. Yeah, initially, I thought it was yeah. cool. And then I, I'm like, no, I, I grew out of it. And to this yeah. day, E30s with blacked out grills it's, or anything. Dude, yeah. like people put them on X5s, like yeah. the one that I have. Ah, like no, just, it's, it's horrible. Ah. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Beamer Luvar says, hey guys, longtime listener here. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> I think Tim's trying to get back in the car game. He says, I'm getting rid of my electric car and getting something fun since I have a short commute now. I have $10,000 to spend and don't want a car payment. Initially, I had Fiat Abarth, Mini Cooper S, or Volkswagen GTI. Only manual transmission. I already eliminated the Fiat for reliability. What do you think between the Mini and the GTI? Dude. So, what first GTI? of all, it's got to be 06 or older, Tim. Do not get a turbocharged GTI or a Mini. I'm sorry. Get a supercharged Mini mm -hmm. Cooper S 2006 or older mm -hmm. for sure. Look for the Chrono package. And if you can get a John Cooper's work, John Cooper works edition. And Chris is keeping his now. I guess so. That'd be kind of perfect. I know. Right. Um, or a GTI. So 10K. we always say GTI 10 K you're 10K. looking at a like Mark five, Mark five, Mark five, six ish. Can you get a Mark IV, like, 20th anniversary for that? Those are pretty sweet. Not really. Oh, yeah. It's just like a 327. With a sunroof and cool colors, right? Like they're they very have, rare. They're out there, but they're very that, rare. Yeah, because you can get nice. them in, like, yellow, or you can get them yeah. in that cool, what, it's like maritime blue or whatever. I don't know. That maybe would be Nagaro, cool. I don't know. Mark yeah. V GTI is really good. It's a good car. It's like kind of a return of the GTI. Yeah. Even though Mark IVs aren't horrible, but, like, we, you know, we're talking about. Mark Vs, I think, are. Uh, but... Minis are, I, I've never really driven them, but I think they're really fun, right? They're fun. They're fun. And they've yeah. got a nice little supercharger wine, uh, pretty well laid out interior, much bigger inside than they look. I think that's the more fun choice, choice. for yeah, that, I think so that too. price point. It's yeah. less uh, um, sterile. Yeah. But and with five mile commute. Yeah. You got to get a nice one. That's, you know, look for the one owner baby example. It's going to take some time to find it, but. Um, they're out there, and 10K will get you one. You're not going to offer a fit? <laughs> he didn't ask. <laughs> um, no, I think that those are two good choices. So I like it. I like it. Welcome back, Tim. Welcome back. And uh, Fiat Abarth, so like Miata doesn't work for him? Or no, he's talking about the little Abarth. Like Spider. Sorry, hatchback. Yeah. He's talking about hatchback. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, like I was a, not, a a Fiat, Fiat, not like a Fiat. The, yeah, the, are those unreliable? Oh, of course they are. What am I saying? <laughs> Is air breathable? <laughs> um, Automotive Omnivore says, do any of your cars have a first song? <laughs> and, <laughs> and if so, was it intentional or happenstance? A few of mine, the Camaro was Van Halen Jump. Dude. Jaguar XJ, White Snake, Here I Go Again. Whoa. Definitely intentional. So he queued up the White John, Snake. Wow. What are enjoying, huh? Was, it, was that because he's had other XJs and he says, here I go again? Oh, maybe. I huh. do like that song a lot, though. Um, I remember when I bought my V70R Volvo, there was a uh, first song, L.A. Radio, Traffic, Outcast came on. I can't Whoa. remember the song, but I love Outcast. It, it was, was Hey like, Yeah. It was a very good sign. It was sign. definitely Hey Yeah, yeah dude. No, it I did this. Yeah. What, what yeah. year was it? 
It was like 2000. Exactly. Hey, yeah. In 2002. Hey, yeah. Take it easy. Okay? It was hey, yeah. It was like 2003. Yeah. I, I did this once and once only. One time. With my 500 SEC. Picture me rolling. And my 500 Ben. That was the first song I played in that Are car. you sure it wasn't Rockin' the Casbah? It was not. Um, there may have been like Are you sure NPR it was on the way over the, the, on the way over the, because I bought it in, I picked it up in San Rafael at. Are you All sure it wasn't thing? sports conversation talk? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I, it might have been the radio K-M-B-R? over the Golden Gate. But the one like deliberate song I remember, like I went and found it and I played it because uh, I added Bluetooth to that the OEM Becker whatever the hell's okay. name. Um, but otherwise, it's sort of a related thing. Is I always wonder, like you know, playing period music in these old cars, and it's like how many times has this been played? And what, and like just imagining, like hearing that song on the radio, like for the first time. I definitely like, like that back in the day, yeah. right? Like in '86, especially like, if you have a tape deck. Like if it's a Radwood car tape deck, and you have a tape from the era that the car was on the road. Yeah, that's a fun thing to do. Yeah, and just thinking of the, those speakers have played this song like before, right? <laughs> yes. like, They're used to it. That frequency. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I definitely don't have a first song for anything. Dude, black coffee or whatever? You got in this 911 here not too long ago, and you cranked on some music. It had a, it had the original stereo when I got it. Okay. So it was just radio, whatever was on the radio. Um, was it yeah, the Mexican radio? And then I have like a iPod set up, and I don't definitely didn't put on anything like intentional you know you have an ipod that's right, right whatever dude so mini or shuffle? shuffle zoom i'm like my wife dude and she's like map quest it <laughs> she always says map quest it I'm like, i what love the that fuck what you're in uh lane you'll be happy to know that on the flight out to philly i stopped by art's seat just give him a little hey how you yeah, doing? yeah 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 well, he, he was clicking away on his clickety clack computer <laughs> and i go what do you listen to a little you know study beats and he, he points to it Square Pusher. <laughs> wow. Square Pusher Sponge Pants. I still haven't yep. listened to it. I'm like, sort of for a scary, I live it, man. I live it. It's not like just this. talk. But I, the, the fun thing, fun thing about it too, is that I had my, my phone like face down on the little table or whatever. And then he asked me what he listened to. I had my <laughs> earbuds in and I turned it around slowly, <laughs> dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. like, but it took me a second to read it. It's like, Oh, I got Lambic that. nine poetry. I remember you, oh, you, I even, uh, so much. you even read it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read it, I read it out and then I just like gazed down the aisle and walked off in a, You're like I'm over this yeah, stupor. Joe Polo 68 says a quandary, if you will. Mm. Ha ha ha. Ha. Huh. 1998. Ford Mustang. He didn't mention that. It's a Ford Mustang. Cobra convertible. We've seen it. We've seen it. We know it. One of 249. Yeah. I don't yeah. A busted out seat. One of 249. 100% stock. 72,000 miles. All right. We got the facts. I can't stand the ride height, but end goal is eventual resale after summer enjoyment. Do I lower it with quality components or leave it completely stocked to attract that unmolested buyer? I don't know if the buyer's unmolested or the car they're seeking is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 72,000 miles isn't collector Speaking mileage. Speaking of serious intent, you interview them, you're like, hey, like, tell me about your like, upbringing. Like, any weird kind of <laughs> uncles? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, 72,000 miles isn't collector mileage, but not clapped out or donut swinger mileage either. Donut what's swinger. donut swinger? 
What does that mean? Sideshow mileage, you know, uh, doing oh, donuts. donuts. I know Warren's like fucking livid right now about this like lowering thing. Um, well, here's the thing. Oh, I'd lower the shit out of summer any Summer enjoyment. He said summer enjoyment. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. wants to enjoy the fucking car. Like you, if you don't like the way it looks. Turn back and look at it. And like, but but you summer's going to be over before you know it. Just drive enjoy it like it, it is. That's true. But, but drive it like it is, sell it. But don't those, lower it. But he has all the stuff. Those Mustangs look, they're like, a, they're like a Miata. They just sit way too fucking high. Yeah, I know, but you're gonna sell it. Why just just use just it like it is? Fucking put some H and R's on it, bro. Because you gotta read two hundred fifty bucks. Put all the parts in a Pan trunk. Bar. Yeah, you're gonna sell it. You need to sell it. You're having a baby. Get just rid put, of it. Just put some H and R's. Put on it in the it. trash now. Put some H and R Sports or whatever your bullshit American <laughs> brand of that is. Buy some fucking Q, Virginia uh, Slim. One, I think is what they use. Put your fucking Virginia Slim shocks on. Yeah. And just fucking Get rock low. it, dude. No, I'm, I'm saying just keep it the way it is. Enjoy it how it is. He doesn't want it, dude. It looks like shit. Yeah. I know, it's but summer, enjoyable. it's June. Like, he's going to have it for two months. You're I don't know. Who it? knows what he calls summer? He he includes Indian <laughs> summer. Summer of George. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could be could be a next year move. Maybe yeah. he likes it so much lower that he moves it on to next summer. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Sell it now and don't enjoy it for the summer. How about that? Just well, that would be a good idea. I mean, I like that idea, but he's not going to do that. Like, if he wants to enjoy it, he's already enjoyed it. He has seven thousand cars. Yeah. Sell it. He just sold losses. a car, dude. Can we congratulate him on the pod? What he sell? Oh, that's right. He the sold the Marauder. Oh, right. Yeah. After congrats, it, Joe. Yeah. Congrats. He restored it and sold it. That's the one he should have kept. I know, right? That's the most Joe car ever. It really is. Yeah. You what color like is Fox Y? I mean, is it SN95? It's like bright metallic shit blue. Shit blue. That's not true. It's a one nice is, bright metallic blue. It's a nice blue. It's nice almost blue. like a DWA blue. Oh. But metallic. But metallic. Those have the little, like the roll bar, right? It's one know. of 249. It has round fog lights. It has like big fog lights because yeah, it's, it's Cobra. 100% stock. <laughs> it's a rare beast, 100% stock. Rip out the suspension. Lower I think it has it. gray interior. Quality components is key. There's no such yep. thing. Well, just look at me. I'm picturing myself as a buyer. Like my my skyline, like it did not deter me because it had Nismo suspension. I wanted a stock one, but I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll take it. Yeah, but what, and Mustangs are the most one of the most modified cars in the world. So, yeah, so to like find a, one that's not modified puts it up a notch. But no, it's seventy thousand miles. I don't agree because it's, it it's, looks so much better. Yeah. Like if you're taking photos of that car, it's gonna look so much better with a are inch sure and a half that? drop. Yes. Yes. Sure about that. Yes, I'm hundred percent. Sure about that. Sure about that. Hundred. Are you sure about that? Hundred percent, bro. I don't think you. Yeah, I am. All right. Meta World Cool says my current lineup consists of a Defender 90 Porsche 996 Green. 911 and a 2006 Mini Cooper S. Good man. Would you oh. say that I have two British cars and one German car? He had a C63 AMG, remember? He took it on a rally. Yeah. I guess no longer. I sold it. Uh, would you say that I have two British cars and one German car or two German cars and one British car or 1.5 of each? Well, the Mini, right? Mini's German. It's a BMW, right? It's very BMW. It's so German. Uh, Even though everyone plasters British flags all over them. I know. It's so they ridiculous. They try so hard yeah. to keep it mini-ish, but uh, the part numbers are all BMW part numbers. Um, yeah, even, that's German. Okay, so the 996 is clearly German. Yeah, and then the and Land then, Rover is definitely British. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right? What Am I missing something on the Defender? About? Because it was saying it's half German, half not. Because it's half German, oh, half British. Gotcha. The Mini. But I mean, what a, yeah, the brand is German or British, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, two German cars, one British car. I think that's it. Meta. Nine six. Meta. Uh, yeah. All right, what are we at here? 
Big Fat Flip says, you're head of design product development at a company of your choice tasked with creating a modern K-car-like car. What make, market, powertrain, and form factor are you going with? I mean, powertrain, you can't really do much. Three-cylinder, uh, 666cc's, right, or less? Well, can you, are there electric K-cars? No. There's not? Nothing that I size. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, 616 below is the yeah. deal. And then, uh, so I definitely do a turbo. I'm going with a truck. Yeah? Yeah. Mid-engine truck. truck? I guess it has to be mid-engine. Who's your uh, make? Because you have to choose your company of choice, right? So you're just buying a Honda Acti? Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> so but I don't, want, I don't like that cab design. I would, I'd want to do something Do you have a nose, vintage. like a real truck? Yeah. Can we do like a little yeah. Hilux, like a mini Hilux? Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. I want a Mighty Max, but more reliable and fun to drive. And shrunk, shrunk it down? Chunk down. Chunk down. Chunk change. Chunk change. Chump change. Um, <laughs> it went from chunk to chump. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking like I'm going through all the cars. Um, hmm. There are no BMW uh, dealios. Picturing like a really tiny Z1. That'd be cool. With those yeah. doors? That'd be sick. Oh, tiny doors. Yeah. The sliders? The ones the that slide down? down? What, about, a, sliding what doors? about an exact replica of an NA Miata, but like down like 30%? Like an Elan? <laughs> yeah, like an Elan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be rad. Yeah. Uh, How about Porsche? I can make a 914, like a little mini 914. Whoa. It's mid-engine. Center seat. Center seat. Oh, oh yeah. Kind of cool. Crap. I mean, the AZ1 is pretty sweet. It's like an updated AZ1. But I want to do some like weird and have it so you could do weird body kits like a Chiron and a... Whoa. Whatever. Yeah. exact body kit or something. Dude, you're talking <laughs> yang yang over here. I Definitely like it. be a three-cylinder turbo, though. Three-cylinder turbo. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Well, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. 914. I think Honda did such a good job with that little 660 or whatever. So, S660. Yeah, S660, yeah, that the looks like a little mini NSX. Like almost Mid-engine. perfect. Yeah. yeah, besides, the, like, I've heard they're really hard to fit in. But if you put, like, Lotus Elan seats in it or something, or Lotus Elise seats, I think that helps a lot. Um, but, yeah, they did such a good job with that thing, so. I agree. Uh, Ditto's dad says... Lane, after driving Richard Chen's NSX on Sunday, how does a different mid-engine sports car stack up against your own Boxster? Pros and cons. So oh, you drove the NSX? I did. Where did you drive I it? I mean, I drove it I drove it around, like, Google campus. Oh, so talking it was a new NSX, too. Yeah, yeah, brand new or, you know, two-year-old NSX or whatever. Uh, I just drove it on the highway, took, took, like, one turn, the off-ramp, at a good speed, a good clip. And then I just rode, you know, went through the gears like on an empty Google campus a little bit, you know, for like whatever, 10 minute drive. Yeah. Uh, it was, um, dude, I like the way the, it actually felt lighter than I thought it would feel. Like the front end is very, it feels like the old NSX where you have that really good view out of the front. Mm which I appreciated a lot compared to the Boxster. It looks where the really Boxster, like the great. front end's higher, like the dash is higher up. And I like how low the front end is and how it feels like you're kind of more on top of the front end, which was really fun. Um, they sound, 
it sounds fine, but it's not like it's just like a noise. It's like engine noise, you know. It's like sure, it's, it's got not, so much going on back there. Yeah, it's just not like uh, it's just like exhaust noise. If that makes, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So like that's not very good. Yeah, it's I not mean, great. It, it, it just it, sounds it, like it sounds like <laughs> video game. Hey, let's make a car. And then um, the gearing was. It's an automatic, obviously, and it's a hybrid. The gearing is, like, pretty tall, so, like, it doesn't let you... One annoying thing is it doesn't let you go into first gear, mm. and you want... Almost like the original SX, the gearing's tall, and you want to go... Like, you want to have that, like, kind of... I don't know. You want to, like, drive around, just be flapping around and making noise, right? Like, in a somewhat supercar. Uh, but, yeah, it was super fun. It was... I mean, it was, it was cool. It was fast. Um, compared to my 996, it actually, like... It's like a very similar, like feel. I mean, a mid engine. Compared to your nine. Oh, sorry, nine eight nine eight one. Eight one, yeah. Compared to my nine eight one, it's very similar. My car is a manual, so I would say the Boxer is like quite a bit more fun. But yeah, and the Boxer is obviously slower. But the Boxer is at that point of speed where it's not like you're not yearning for. It's like fast. It's like too fast for the streets a lot anyways. So, you know, like go all out. Um, so you're not like, you're not like yearning for that extra power that the NSX have. And the NSX didn't feel like it's definitely not like a Tesla, you know, or I don't know. It's not that fast, right? Yeah. It seems like that car is very fast at speed, right? Like it's very capable. Like it has a very good yeah. chassis. So like. Um, like in terms of like acceleration, like shove you in your seat, it's not fast, yeah. but like it has a really good chassis. I think so it would like, cover miles really well and yeah. it would like, it would be great. I mean, it handled, it felt yeah. like it handled and great. I, and I know I just said fastest speed. Like what good. I mean is like, it's very capable. So you can take, you know, like very high speed sweepers very easily. Yeah. And like it's, it, it'll move and handle that well. Um, at least from what I know, we, I mean, I don't know if Warren's driven one. I haven't mm. driven one, uh, the new one. Yeah. But yeah. Was but the question like compared to all? Like, he or? used to say compared to my, my car, basically. Yeah. Uh, the interior is so, everything is so Honda, like Acura. It's just like so easy. Like Richard's like, Hey, so, uh, here's, here's how you move like to the sport and whatever. Yeah. And he's like, basically this is Acura. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just like I mean, press that's, the gas. that's good to hear. I, I think that yeah, it's that's like their that. their that's, mo, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The original NSX was so that. <laughs> yeah, and and like I think it it even more, you know, like solidifies my opinion that I th- that they should have made that car not a hybrid <laughs> and put a manual transmission into it and made it ninety five grand this rather is, than one hundred and twenty. This grand. is like the the argument we make for all these cars, right? You're like, just make a driver focus. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like comparison. I'm comparing it to like the Boxster and it's like, it needed to be more towards the Boxster rather than than like what it is. If it just had like a NA V6 manual. Because that drive. would sound better, too. Yeah. It, it would be a higher revving yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and just rear-wheel drive, too, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it, it felt cool. I, I really liked that. I liked that low-dash, like, old-school Honda thing, and it had that going on, which was cool. It's good to hear. Not as much as the first-gen, but, you know. Yeah. All right, last question. Bobby Reed with the Cars says, This will be my first Father's Day after my dad passed away. He was a member of a funny car crew in the 60s and 70s. 
and bought me my first car, a 1977 four-speed Trans Am. He was a huge influence on my enthusiasm for cars. What's your favorite car-related story involving involving your dad? Any come to mind? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry to hear, Bobby. Yeah, sorry, Bobby. That's it's rad to hear that he's uh, got a real car guy in his life. Funny car crew in the sixties and seventies. Imagine the fuel they were using. <laughs> it's like I'm picturing fuel. like the ephemera and like gear and stuff he has from that jackets. Uh, yeah, you know he has some jackets. I think I saw an American yeah. picker where he went through some motorcycle dudes, you know, stuff, and everything he pulled out was just like gold. You know. Yeah, I wonder what his crew was called. Oh man, that's amazing. Come on. Funny car crew. Tint, red tinted windows for sure, right? Yeah. Any stories come to mind? I don't I don't have any. Hmm. I don't know. Funny stories. It doesn't have to be funny, but uh, your dad, Lane, you're always talking about like the Volkswagen bus stuff, transporters yeah. and, and single he cabs. He had stuff, but he wasn't like, it's weird. My dad wasn't like a car guy. I mean, I think he was a car guy when he was young. But when I was a kid, he just had some like kind of cool, like weird, you know, weird Volkswagens and stuff. Cars, yeah. But he wasn't like into them. It was like he actually used them as like his day, like right. transportation. They were just kind of like, you know, it was like a 59 Volkswagen transporter pickup or something. But this uh, was in 1985 that he's driving that. Yeah, exactly. So right. I guess they were, they were, you know, so they were old, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I do remember him getting a, I mean, I think I've talked about it, but he bought a Volkswagen bus because his his transporter pickup needed an engine. So he bought a bus with an engine. He took the engine out, put it in the transporter, and then he got him and two friends or whatever, picked up the bus, put it on the back of the transporter, yes. and he brought it to the dump. The- <laughs> in pieces or just like a No, the whole thing. thing. Really? Yeah. Just throw it away, crush. And that's yeah. how all of those went. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was probably a pretty nice bus too. I mean, we have pictures of it. Uh, it was like an old, an older bus too. Do you have a lot of uh, old pictures from like- We have a, we have a few. Yeah. Family cars? Yeah, yeah. I have like, uh, yeah, or like, like my, we had a little bug when, when I was little, like a Or 60- even older, like- I have a bunch from my grandfather when oh, he was really? in the army. Oh, really? Oh, I like wish. When they, yeah, so I've got a bunch of these old black and white photos of there. It's just like them, you know, as a family, but there'll be yeah. a car in the background or like yeah, they're yeah. leaning against the car and stuff. Yeah, I, gotta, I feel like we don't have a lot. got to pull those out. Yeah, I want to see them. They're my dad cool. has some, or we have some when my dad had cars, like his, uh, like he had like raised English sheepdogs and he oh, had like, right. he bought like, he had like a, 64 Impala wagon and then there's one with his like Land Rover uh whatever series one or series oh, two or whatever two, yeah and uh like the four-door one and then he had a 190 SL so I have pictures of that That's and it's cool. like 56 Chevy is 57 yeah. convertible like stuff like you know like yeah. definitely pictures of his. were there timeout dolls on them no timeout dolls <laughs> but those are all black and white photos <laughs> in period <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly in the past they were just real yeah. kids yeah. yeah yeah I mean I I think there's a few different little ones that are um that kind of come to mind the first one was um my dad letting me drive his Dodge Shadow uh, and he had just got it and I was a kid. I must've been like 13. This is pre driver's license. And he's like, Hey, I want you to drive this because it's turbocharged. Like watch how the turbo kicks in, you know? And we, you know, we went out like 
over by like Martinelli's, like kind of like out of the way. Like I remember like um, near Riverside and um, he's like, all right, get on it. And I remember just like, yeah, like, oh, like, what is it? What is it? And then I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, you feel it kick in. And yeah. like, that was like a cool thing. Like him just like, just like a little detail, like him, like having me like experience turbo with him. Um, the other one was, uh, when I first got my driver's permit, he let me drive the entire road to Hana. Uh, and Whoa. we rented, yeah, we rented a car, uh, and he let me drive the whole way and it was pretty cool. sketch, dude. Yeah, it was. And, uh, I know, but at that point, like I, I had, and I'm sure uh, like all of us, like we had all driven a lot before we had a license. And so like he was, but I would be, man, that's very, uh, I drove through little creeks and like, you know, and all that, obviously right on the waterfront, like uh, there's cliff faces. I would and, be sketch with yeah, most adults with like 20 years of driving experience, like being in the passenger seat of them. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, he let me but drive that. That's um, rad. All those thing. trucks up there. It was stuff. a Dodge Intrepid. Oh, oh yeah, cab wow, cab, cab forward. forward. Yeah, it was a brand you, new dude. Dodge Intrepid at the time. Yeah. When did those first come out? I can't remember. 94. <clears throat> Four. Wait, is that we almost bought one? What did um what what did the one guy drive? I demand respect. I drive a D- Stratus. Just <laughs> yeah. Can you name the other cars? Intrepid uh, sportier or what's it's bigger? bigger? It's yeah, big, cap forward, bigger, bigger and yeah. okay. Yeah, bigger and not sportier. Stratus is f- only four door. Or they made a two door. Four door yeah. only, but it was the smaller like Ford Contour competitor. Okay. Huh. You know the Contour. I saw yeah, I remember contour. the Contour. Contour SVT is kind of cool, dude. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they suck, but oh yeah, yeah. But those were uh, those raced over in Europe, right? With the the BTCC, well, no, in the US. That was the oh uh, yeah. Was it a Mondo? a Mondo? But we had the, like the Stratus and those those yeah. raced in the touring. So you had the, in the US. Stratus, <laughs> the Cirrus, yeah, and there was Breeze. one more. Thank you. Oh yeah, Stratus, Cirrus, and Breeze. No I wonder the like- I can't believe the American car companies <laughs> failed. I feel like Breeze always had like color matched wheels. I think you might be right. It was the Plymouth one, and they had yeah. that crappy, like, galleon logo uh, badge. There was, like, a, a ship. Yeah, I'm sure. The, oh, the yeah. Plymouth, uh, the Plymouth was a ship. Plymouth. Plymouth. Yeah, yeah, so but why, why do you want to yeah. bring that back? Jeez. Uh, all right, that's it for questions. Um, okay. We've we we got some Radwood talk. We have a Radwood talk. I mean, I can go over mine first. We had a little Lamar watch party at range. Yeah, some people showed really up. pumping that. People up. Bagels, uh, I heard. Yeah, bagels, Woo. coffee. I heard it was the cars donuts. and coffee. You got to go back to work. On no, the we weekend? did cars and coffee. I yeah, I went back to work. <laughs> um, had a nice group come. There was like a hundred people probably. Ditto's dad came out. Obviously, a hundred people. Yeah, pretty solid. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was it was good. A lot of the the homies were there. The homies. I drove Richard Chen's NSX. <laughs> oh, cool. We just heard yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, sick. <laughs> Uh, I heard a rumor that there's a uh, electric um, shifter cart yeah. on the premises now. Yeah, I think it, I always forget the horsepower. It's like, shifter. Yeah, like the little shifter carts, like full on race car. But it's, so it's electric carts? and you shift? No, it originally had a shifter because it's a shifter cart. Oh, I see. It's just a go. It's like a race winning shifter cart. So it's a like chassis, a, a, yeah. Sorry, championship yes. winning shifter cart. Like it's two years ago, mo- it goes model awesome. or whatever. Yeah. Like gnarly, it scrapes in our parking lot because Whoa, so it's low. so fucking low. Um, and then we put an electric drivetrain on it. It's I think it's thirty five horsepower and seventy five foot pounds of uh, nice. pound feet of torque. That's fast as hell. How uh, how long does it last before between charges? Quite a while. 
I don't even know if we charged it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Where do you take it? It's, it's got to be insane. It's just been around our little It's got to be so gnarly. It's fast as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You're wearing like Hans devices and No, helmets. there's nothing, dude. No helmets either. <laughs> You're going flip-flops and just dude. squid row? Yeah. Dang, dude. So, this yeah. is how it goes out there in the start Red of asphalt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It goes off, man. Who's well, uh, another one so you can drag race them? I know. Oh, you need a racetrack. We need like a, we need to like map out a course and do time trials. Yeah. Get some cones. Yeah. You're, Maybe a helmet. Yeah. You're, you're, Maybe a helmet. it's not very flat though. What's up? Your parking lot is. We need to flat. lift it. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, lift it. Or bigger or wheels. Or take it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, it was fun though. As far as the race goes, uh, fun to watch or what? I mean, about? I didn't watch it. But. All right. Here we go. Well, so yeah. Did you guys do like the last four hours or something? We, or? we, it was already over and we played the last two hours. Oh, okay. So we had it playing outside and inside. Cool, dude. Super so that's Bowl. That's pretty style. good, dude. And yeah, man. Tailgate. That was pretty fun. Tailgate. It was good. I like it. A lot of the homies showed up. That's know? good. good. <laughs> that's good. Dude. We even had a Brendan appearance. Dang, even a Brendan. Yeah. He was eating bagels. Oh yeah, he was drinking mimosas. There we go. That's all you like, want in the just world. Just like the rest of them. Well, we went to uh, Philadelphia. Uh huh. I've heard Radwood. Our uh, raised. So how many deaths or murders or like <laughs> how many stabbings? All right. So At Lane is referring stabbings. to the fact that every time we have a show anywhere other than someone's driveway yeah. that they're comfortable with these days, it's it's the worst thing you've ever decided to do. It's like. You're going to Detroit? Uh, downtown Detroit's going to be terrible. I can't believe you're going there. No, it's basically like someone's definitely going to be shot. Yeah. And uh, have you seen, da, 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 have you heard about this? Everyone's going to be mugged. I'm not driving my car there. My windows are going to be broken. Every car is going to be stolen from right in front of you. From your, yeah. From uh, your, yeah. But okay. no, so everything yeah. was totally fine. I um, was just like, uh, like reading those things on dude, we had Instagram. Police. It was like so many people we had police. were saying that. And I'm like, by the way, you're going, no one's spending the night and leaving their cars right. abandoned. Like you're going to the show right off the highway. Same with San Francisco. I know, but I was in, I've been saying this to people who are, like aren't familiar, but it would be like, you know, a lot of these stadiums in the United States are built outside of the city center. They've gotten better. You know, some are built, you know, cool, but they're always in these like kind of ghetto industrial zones yeah. that they could build a stadium and parking lots and shit. And yeah, you have to drive through the ghetto sometimes and it kind of is a little scary yeah, or not, but you just see that it's in a certain neighborhood. Remember like, Candlestick Park? That's exactly what he was, we were talking about. Exactly you see, it's in, Hunter's it was, Point. It was at Hunter's Point. So if you yeah. see Hunter's Point Niners game or, or at the Candlestick Point or whatever, but like if you're not a 49ers fan, you just see Bayshore or you see Hunter's Point. Yeah, that's yeah, all you scary. see, right? But like you've never even been there. So like uh, obviously like this is a facility that is designed for events and is like yeah. enclosed and all yeah, that kind of yeah. shit. But anyway, so Super, Super yeah. Park's a modern, nice stadium. Yeah, it looks awesome. They have yeah. thousands of people go to soccer matches all the time. 18,000 capacity. Yeah, they yeah. almost won the championship last year. They're like a good, relevant team that has events. So it's MLS. MLS. Yeah. And that's where we went. So this is our third Philly show. Yep, 2018. And then we didn't go back until last year, same yep. into this venue, and then yep. same again. So we did Navy Yard. Navy Yard, then we did Jersey. Yep. Instead. Right. And then we were COVID out and then we did Super Park, Super, super Park. Super Park. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, long story short, the show was great. Um, the big issue, which we <laughs> run into with every show was there was another catastrophic weather phenomenon, which in this case was 
Canadian wildfires push smoke down into New York and Philadelphia gnarly at the beginning of the week. But by the time we landed Thursday and on setup Friday, it was totally clear. But by that time, news, Art was saying, has been telling people you're going to die if you go outside this weekend. <laughs> and so yep. I think that probably hurt like attendance. But other than that, the car was, cars were sold out. Um, it was 82 degrees and blue skies. It was a great show. Yeah, it was a really good, good show. Yeah, and I mean, super positive feedback pretty much across the board except for a Ferrari chat. <laughs> oh, what did Ferrari chat say? Uh, they or mentioned, a, they talked about the location. Yeah. Uh, oh, those guys are super scared. Yeah, huh? Dystopian, yeah. I think, Dystopian is what was, was the word that was thrown out there. Uh, and then it was just a bunch of trashy cars. Uh, oh, <laughs> so that's like Ferrari. Dude, the cars looked rad. Dude, yeah, the cars are great. It was Oh, awesome. that's yeah. such a, like, there was only so one lame. Ferrari. So, so is that I mean, one person said that or what? Yeah, it was just one person. There was yeah, one right. Ferrari. It was a 355. But it was just, it's just, it's exactly. So it's that guy. You it's know the stereotype, was. No, no, it unfortunately, wasn't. like, in, you know, in, and of course, the only Ferrari there was super rad. Like, he was like a really cool dude. He was a friend of Tim McNair. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, really nice guy, but yeah, it was a great showing. I mean, we had, um, a lot of cool cars, uh, of all different types as usual. Um, some standouts. We had a really nice Isuzu Amigo that was like restored. Radis truck. In teal with hand painted graphics. That was not a vinyl. Restored to attend the event. Like that was like his, his goal was to get it to the, I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Um, so that one Radis truck, there was a, a golf rally. Which I love these that cars. black one. So it was insane with the blister fenders or like like basically quattro fenders, right? Fender yeah. Fender so the, the it was a rally, which already has flared fenders and all that. But the guy had taken an R thirty two, like modern R thirty two. Yeah, it was basically like R thirty four, R thirty two drivetrain. Yeah, like uh, like so yeah, engine Mark all wheel drive system, everything in a rally golf, which I think those cars are so underrated. But really, really clean. Like, I mean, so super, clean, super nice perfectly executed. Um, then we had like a first gen Elise back to back with it. Uh, cool. the blue one. Um, this guy had a wild Camaro. Remember that Camaro last year lane that was by the water? Yeah. Yeah. The, the convertible. Yeah. So he, you came back and we gave him Radis domestic. Oh no. You came back. Is that what he said? He came back. <laughs> he came back. Did I say you? I don't know. No. Anyways. Uh, he won an award as well, and he won Radis truck at New Jersey Motorsport Park. Oh, which I yeah. I didn't realize until later. I saw that he posted. He said, oh, I can't wait to add this to my collection. That's cool. And he, he gave a classic speech when he won. He's like, you know, I was drinking one night, and I just started cutting the car up, and he made fender flares with vents, like a hood exit exhaust LS swap this and the turbo. Dude, and it's wild. Those flared fenders yeah. and stuff. But it's also like, like he, he was saying how he was, he's not like a builder per se. He just like one, he had a vision for the car and he just learned as on the car. Like he's like, I want to do this thing to the car. I'm going to figure it out. Right. So he learned how to weld. He learned how to fabricate so that he can build the car. So it was pretty cool. And it was really rad too, because it has retro vibes, but it's obviously modern resto mod. And it, it, it's like, it's got a little bit of everything, right? Like it, it could have been like, it reminded me a little bit of like whatever that new Hyundai, like Quattro thing is. Oh right? yeah, for whatever sure. It's called like yeah. that sort of vibe, right? Yeah, like yeah. Where it's got like retro elements, but it's modern. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was a really cool one. He it was there last rad. year. Yeah. What's up with the MR2? That spider, yeah, spider, yeah. Super, super cool, rare. Right? That's a real one. Silver. Yeah. They made very few really? of those. Yeah. yeah. So that's a gen two. Gen two, yeah. yeah, I can't remember who made them. It was so like, cool looking, uh, or it might have been OEM, but there were there were very few made. Uh, yeah, it's crazy looking. Yeah, it look, you look at that and you're like, 
I wish they still made those. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did they make the MR Yeah, Spider? had the little speedster humps yeah. and everything. It was super cool. Very nice car. Those and the, the, and then there part. was the, the Callaway section, which was getting tons of love because there was a, an area to look like to photograph from, from, yeah, from up top. We, we had the uh, decks like in the third story of the stadium that were open serving beer and stuff. And you can go up there and get a great view of the show. It was rad. And the Callaway crew came last year. I think they brought three cars. And yeah. then this year they brought five and one was this green turbo aero coupe thing. It's like one of, I don't, I can't remember the numbers. One but of one. They're all it's like, like crazy rare, but this thing was so rad. All the details. Like, it's like lime green, old lime green or something. It's called. like the little, like all the, the holes in the hood, like the intakes and stuff are all have like a little flare to like, uh -huh. you know, it's just like very detailed. The Corvette logo is like an intake as well. It's, it's like, Callaways are interesting. They're they're very well executed. If yeah. you want a C4, like yeah, remember that black one at uh, Texas? Yeah, that, exactly. that one. Yeah, that one as well. That was Radisson show, right? Yeah, yeah, which is well deserved. I mean, it's hard to like. It was the raddest car. They're it's super just, rad. Yeah, it's basically exactly what we're looking for, right? I mean, a period like tuner. And then and there was like a uh, what else stood out? There was a lifted Miata NA, like a rally style with like yeah. a cool livery. It kind of looked like our first 944 uh, paint job. Mm -hmm. Like our, our lemons car. Oh, right. Like um, kind of confetti-esque kind of. Kind of like, like, yeah, big shapes and colors. Um, that thing was kind of cool looking. And then we had a, it looks like a Diablo SV. Yep. Which, we've only had like one other Diablo to show, right? Uh, we had one there last year. And then we also had, it won Raddest Import in Austin last year. Mm. An SV as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but not, not a ton of supercars. Uh, we had, uh, so um, he's a listener. Uh, he's like, he, he, he approached us when we were parking him. He's like, dude, like, I've been listening to you guys forever. Like, it's so fun to meet you guys. Um, it's like Time Warp Machines or something like that. It's uh, a 190E. Yeah, and he's got a 190E Cosworth, but it's an Evo 1 Tribute. So it's got the early body kit, you know, like just the little lip fender flares. Uh -huh. instead and the lower of the big, spoiler. What color is yeah, that one? It's gray. Yeah, but he painted it like a McLaren F1 color. I forget. Oh, uh, cool. But it's like a charcoal, basically. Um, but yeah, super cool car. Um, and he had Euro headlights on it and everything. He had gone through it. Um, yeah, the guy that won Raddest Import was basically like an, it was an E30 M3 with like all the shit. Like it was just all the period stuff, you know? Oh, Every, it was it Time Warp Machines you were saying? The, Time Warp Machines is then a 190 cause. Oh, so he's the one that's, yeah, he's the one that sent, that sent all those photos that I posted in the first. Right. Yeah. Cool. They're good photos too. Yeah, it was a really nice car. But yeah, the E30 M3 that one import was, he had all the accessories. Oh, well, okay. That was which, the red one? Yeah. Kind of put it over the top. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was a great show. No uh, no big dramas. Everyone it looked had, like people liked it. Have I mean, a good time. Yeah. I think uh, if we didn't have that crazy smoke, it would have been a bigger crowd, which, you know, that's how it goes. But yeah. So now I'll focus is on uh, NorCal, San Francisco, July 22nd. And I know people listening are predominantly in California and the Bay Area. So please come out, come support Radwood and see what it's going to be like, because this show should be awesome. I'm really Pier, Pier 3032, uh, yeah. right by the Bay Bridge and Red's Java House. So if you're a Giants fan, you know mm -hmm. where that spot is. And uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. really stoked. And free spectator parking. Free spectator parking. 
And uh, it sounds like we're going to have some podcast uh, homies Sweet. at the show. People are really worried about driving their car there. Yeah. Well, we're going to have, yeah, we're going to do our best. We're not guaranteeing anything, of course, but we're going to do our best. We'll have police presence on and, and it's going to be in a contained right, well, area. Science games get about what, 40, 42,000 42, in attendance. Every people? single one gets robbed and mugged more <laughs> or lame. Dude, so, Stereos. And, boom, uh, and by the way, you don't drive through any ghettos to get there. It's like, yeah. in like this, like the part of the city that the city really cares about. It's on the waterfront where like, all the tourist stuff dude, is. It, is <laughs> like, it will be fine. Uh, and my, yeah, I went there with, I went to San Francisco with my daughters a couple of weeks ago. It was like perfectly Pretty awesome. beautiful, yeah. relaxing. And robbed we went, six we did not get robbed at all. And I parked my car <laughs> on the street and I didn't everything. get robbed at all and everything. So, yeah. And there was tons of tourist traffic. I've heard yeah. tons of tourists. Everywhere, I had the same so. experience. Not, not, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. So the, the homies, we can announce that. So Kamisa and, uh, Derek D Scott are going to do a live, ask me anything session okay. uh, on site. So that's the Carmudgeon show folks. Gotta get our gonna questions ready. Yeah. So we're working on, on getting anything. a very special car that's going to be featured, uh, Hopefully, um, I just he did respond to me today, Warren. Um, but it sounds like he's buttoning up. Like, if that this happens, yeah. this will be the it's it's the raddest car. It's ever. the ultimate Shazetta Marauder. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it's a <laughs> maybe vector. It maybe it's a vector. Yeah, W. Uh, whatever okay. that one. Is. Maybe it's a McLaren convertible. Maybe it's a McLaren mm. F1 convertible. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I thought it was ASC. Is the one that oh, you're ASC. thinking of? Um, yeah. So, anyways, it was nice to see uh, some familiar faces. In Philadelphia, uh, we saw Jordan Sanchez and uh, Daddy Jamaican. Oh, Jamaican. yeah, yeah. He hooked me up with a, a book that he wanted to give me, which is cool. Um, Kevin Grace. Tim McNair. Tim McNair, of course. And his buddies were helpful. And LBI, was it was great to see them, uh, Adolfo and Andy. And, yeah, mm -hmm. great crew. Uh, so we hope to be back to that area. We'll see. We'll see how it looks. Yeah. Did you see the club sport they brought? The nine six eight. I did. That yeah. was rad. Color match maritime yeah, wheels like and it. hardbacks. It's a good car. Yeah, it's a nice car. Uh, yeah, I was stoked. It looked like a great show. It was good. Yeah, it was a great show. And all the like the feedback I saw like from reposting and stuff, there was like tons of people, people loving it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely different. Yeah, it was nice to see all that. And Philly um, was rad. And people liked the change in the setup of the venue. Oh, right. Yeah, the Like layout. from the year before, the layout. They were like, everyone's like, layout was great this year. Love the layout. You yeah, know? we'll have so. to see how it looks. They're doing a bunch of construction, so we'll see if they'll have us back or not. But yeah, it was it was a good show. Uh -huh. um, and then on Saturday, <clears throat> Saturday night after the show, we went out to dinner and stuff downtown and we went to an epic dive bar, Bob and Bob and Barbara's. Is that what it was called? I think so. Look it up. If you're in Philly, go to this place, Bob and Barbara's. It's just the classic. We're in Philly. Yep, for sure there. Okay. And uh, jewelry district. It was downtown. Diamond district. Definitely downtown. You have a friend in the diamond <laughs> business. Bar Bob and Barbara's lounge. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just the most classic, legit dive bar cash only the old school registers with the big buttons you know two dollars and fifty cents for a pbr they had a little jazz trio playing who were ripping in the corner there was like you know a wedding party came in and they were having a great time it was just like exactly what you would want and all the memorabilia and stuff was just legit not hokey fucking you know chili's bullshit yeah it was great right so check it out um ready for trivia 
I think so. It's trivia time. All right. We're talking drive-in movie theaters here, boys. That classic, classic piece of Americana. When's the last time you were at a drive-in? I mm, freaking can't remember. Dude. It's been so long. Definitely in the last uh, five years. Whoa. Yeah, because I, I told you guys about oh, this Oh, I did too. I went on the Cayenne and the fucking stereo kept turning off. Remember? Uh, because there's no way to keep the stereo on, even yeah. with the ignition switched. Like it turns off every whatever minutes. And so New I brought a broomstick problems. and I was poking at it. Uh, I tested it out before we went and I saw that it was going to do that. And I looked it up and people had the same problem, like with their newer Cayennes. Broomstick so, did it. So I did a broomstick. I, and then you just I hit remember the this. knob. And that must I have went, been like four years ago, five years it ago. It was probably during COVID. Maybe during COVID. And I went to a COVID one as well at the boardwalk and we saw Jumanji. I was and, in the big parking lot? Yeah. And I was in the Lexus. We were in the Lexus and the rear taillight shocks were bad. So I had to like grab some stuff and make it kind of like to shove it in it there. Up, you know, Jimmy shove it, it in up. there. Yeah. Yeah. It Jimmy, was definitely Jimmy. during COVID. Now I remember. Yeah. 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 Cause um, that's when they were like, yeah. Yeah. It was three years ago. And I, it was at the, um, the San Jose one or Santa Clara, whatever that is. Uh-huh. When was the first drive in? Uh, introduced. Oh man, I I would guess the fifties, but maybe it was a little earlier, right? right? Fifties is probably probably when it became really popular. Uh, so probably probably like it was probably like the thirties then. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Well, when were projectors made? Right? Like, oh, I mean, originally, I'm gonna say I'm thinking more about the car scene rather than projectors because. Um, because movies were shown in movie theaters, like pretty theaters, but then you have, I mean, model T's, model A's, when, when cars, the democratization of vehicles, I'm going to go 1920. I'm going to say, I feel that's late. I don't know. 1932. Dude, were you alive then? Yeah. Because it was 1933. Oh shit. Uh, There you go. You almost nailed it. Exactly. During the depression. Damn. 1933, June 6th. It's the 90th anniversary of the drive-in theater. It was uh, patented and used first in Pensacon Township, New Jersey, Sounds near Camden. Right. We oh, were just there. Camden. Uh, they called it the Park Inn Theater. Hmm. And uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, this guy just, you know, had a his idea was private theater box. Everyone has their own private theater box. Loud kids, don't worry about it. It's a dollar per car. And you can pile in anyone you want, no problem. Um, and he spent weeks perfecting the. And idea. how did they play weeks. the sound back then? So they had a speaker. It, it was through a speaker. Kodak. Same it as says uh, he tested the idea of an outdoor theater by using a 1928 Kodak projector and a sheet nailed to a tree in his backyard, and a speaker placed behind the screen. Uh, oh, so it was like a big speaker. Thing. Probably like a big loudspeaker. Whoa! Because they had some cool stuff back then. Yeah. Um, Tubes. He uh, patented the idea, 25 cents per car, 25 cents per person, and capping the cost at a dollar per vehicle. So you could bring your whole family. Um, pretty awesome, though. And the first film shown on the outdoor screen was the comedy Wives Beware, also known as Two White Arms. It's a classic. I awesome. love that so one. So good. I'm a big it fan. stars uh, Adolphe Menjou and Margaret Bannerman. Oh, yes, Margaret. It's a French classic. Attaway Margie. Uh, anyways. That's it. 90 years ago, we had drive-ins. And so I mentioned this to Nick. Uh, 
we're going to do a drive-in movie theater here at uh, Beeline. Yeah, we got a projector. Got a projector. We need, we have some ideas. So everyone's going to sit in their car and like play the You could um, do half and half. You broadcast. could do cars, trucks. You could have your beach chairs out front, whatever it is. But uh-huh. it sounds fun, right? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I want to nail it. Summer in Santa Cruz. Scary bebop. bebop. should nail a sheet outside to one of the trees. I'll nail you to a tree. All right. Um. One more question here. Uh. I think you guys have probably seen this. I didn't. I haven't been paying too close attention, but this is the um, insane clown posse in the membrane. Clown posse? No. Uh, this is the insane uh, ticket packages for the Formula One race in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh God, so crazy! Ten grand. Let's start here. <laughs> uh, Caesar Palace. You get the Nobu Sky Villa, which is a villa. It comes with five night accommodations in the 10,300 square foot Nobu Sky Villa at the Nobu Hotel and a private dinner for 12 created by Michelin starred chef Nobu Matsuhisa. Jeez. Obviously, you get to go to the freaking race and all the stuff that goes with it. Yeah. What is the price tag? Dude. And is that like one of one or there's several of these? Comes with 12. I I know, but I'm saying is this like. Oh, no, this is one of one. Okay, it's a one of one package. Ten thousand square foot. I mean, all for twelve people. Yeah, yeah. crew. I think it's like a penthouse villa Uh, overlooking. Yeah, everything. I feel like it should be like a million bucks, dude. Um, I'm gonna say half a million. Be super conservative. One twenty-five. What? Five million dollars. Oh, what? What did you say? One twenty-five. <laughs> I'm yeah. just thinking. Like, I mean, like a, a, a meal, like that level meal would be like, let's say, ten G's. But then, like the villa, you know, five nights in the villa. The hotel, sh- yeah. Like I was thinking, the hotel would be like fifty grand a night or something. Right. I mean, a ten thousand wow. square foot okay. villa in yeah, Vegas yeah, yeah. has 10, to be ten thousand is insane. Yeah. yeah, that's a full penthouse. You're right. It's like, like the, the entire top, the, top, top, top of the, the whole yeah. place. But probably two five million two bucks. Stories. Five so what, million. Like corp is is Carlos Slim just renting that or something? Who no, I don't know who is right. Like is anybody? But then also they had to talk to this Michelin starred chef to be like, how well, much did they pay hotel. him? Well, it's Caesars, or right? it's no, or it's the it's his restaurant, it's his restaurant but, and all that. But I'm sure they they offered him like what was oh. his price tag yeah, to do dude. that, right? Yeah, a that's million dollars. Yeah, he's making a million bucks, dude. Like, a million bucks, I don't know. Yeah. That's, all right, so here's another one. It's out there. Um, and when, Nobu is like legit. I mean, people yeah, people love it. I've been when uh, Las Vegas has a package that includes race access, catering by Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, it's a little ghetto. <laughs> and by the way, it just says catering. Doesn't what say years in nineteen eighty? It's frozen pizzas. Uh, performances by Jay Balvin. <laughs> I love Balvin. Balvin-y. And 21. Major Laser. Yeah, I've heard of Major Laser. And I'm more of a minor laser guy myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And Mark Ronson, who I definitely know. I've heard of him. Prices start at. Sounds like a horrible thing. Wait, what is this thing? It's a. Do you get a suite or something? Or do you get a? It's uh, just the dinner uh, and the entertainment. I imagine there's a suite involved here. Yeah. Or it's just like hanging out in a room. Maybe it's for the whole. It's, it's just a party. Maybe it's just the party. One twenty-five again. That's oh, this is just that is. shitty party with some fucking DJs playing and some frozen pizzas. People love DJs though. It's like canned, personal canned food too, right? Canned pizzas, canned, like some canned pizza. tamales. <laughs> Comes so you get major, really. you got major laser and some <laughs> and minor laser. Pizza. Yeah, uh, minor league. And this thing. is per person. Yeah, it starts at. Ah, God, dude, I would fuck this. Uh, um, so pissed already. Thirty grand. 
14,000. And it goes up to 150 grand. Um, what did you say, Aaron? 125. See, I was at, I was on the opposite end. <laughs> this of is the, this is the next one. When has a, a step up? Okay, you can step up your experience so, here, so boys. This is double laser. Step it up. Uh, this includes lodging, copious amounts of Dom Perignon and caviar. Don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> you don't know what that means. Copious Champagne. amounts. Champagne. I don't know. What copious amounts. Probably mean. unlimited. Spa mm. treatments, golf rounds, private race and party access with a dedicated concierge, plus dinner. At the Vegas hotspot, Delilah. Can you see the race or is it like private race on the television? <laughs> You're watching it on an old Game Boy. Yeah, exactly. No, you can see it. How much is this? And that's just a party as well. No, 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 no. Room. It comes with lodging. It comes with a room. Lodging. So I go Champagne, caviar, spot I imagine treatment. it's like Golf, a nice, Delilah. it's a nice <laughs> room. We all know about Delilah. Okay. It's like a suite and you get some shit. Caviar, a lot of caviar. <laughs> you get some shit, as Lane would say. The worst <laughs> hundred grand. Hundred grand for um, art. how many days? Yep, for sure days. Okay, it doesn't say it's not it's not five days like the other place. Um, hundred and eighty-five. One million dollars. Oh my God. Dude, what what is this bullshit? Like, what are they doing, dude? <laughs> oh, it's a shit. bad look for I one person. That other five yes. million's looking like such a good deal, dude. I know twelve. Private chef, private Michelin starred chef in oh, your 10,000 square Actually, they foot didn't mansion. say how many people, I think that included zero, like who can stay there and how much was it for every extra person oh, that stayed knows, there. Dude, Five million dollars? Yeah. You don't think it includes all the whole- well, Not if that's a million. <laughs> dude, it's insane. That one sounds way shittier. Just, it bums They're me out. They're throwing out caviar as one of the options and it's like, I'm like, I'll buy my own fucking caviar. Can I get it for like 200 grand? No, that's a lot of money. It's stupid. It's so stupid, yeah. yeah. It's really stupid, and it makes the sport look it's the ultimate like excess. douche. Douchey is all get out. Oh, well, yeah. it's a destination thing too, right? So they're bringing out all the Monaco types, right? Like that's what they're but trying I mean, to. Imagine grab. you go to spa in Belgium, and you spend fifty grand, and you have the gnarliest, fun, crazy yeah. experience. But am I going to get Nobu, though? I don't know, man. Shit. Oh, I'll get Masuhisa. some fucking frites, though, and some mayonnaise <laughs> on them. Waffles? Stroops? Stroops, maybe? Maybe maybe some space cakes? Ooh, I don't know what that is, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, that's podcast. That's insane. Wow. That's going to be a scene, though, man. Shit. Yeah, I, I looked at pricing initially for, like, just random stuff, and I'm like, is there any way we can get in? Like, do we know anyone? But well, the, we do have an angle, but it's uh, it's our boy Rami, and he's having a big party in a penthouse and overlooking Dude, their track. But I'd rather I don't spend think I can like handle it. Imagine spending like if you just put all everyone puts up a thousand bucks. We could that's just what like, I'm saying. We could just rent a killer place with a TV and have like the ultimate like totally see, like I don't know. Yeah, you're like watching. It's as good. It's probably better than watching it there. And one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of deal the shit, with bullshit. A lot of the shit is just like the who's who's, right? Like, so it's getting yeah. into a club. Yeah. It's getting rubbing uh, shoulders with Beyonce or whatever. That's a nightmare to me. Club. Get you into no boob, buddy. Keep me club with a pocket full of grub. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. We'll see you later.